Thanksgiving, self-checkout, and 30 Seconds with Amy. All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. Do, 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 do. That was a quick one. Good morning, Melissa. How are you? How Again. are you? Again, mad that you don't sing more. Uh, I'm great, Amy. How are you? <laughs> full house, full oh, house. Oh, I am just charmed. I, you have a full house. Full Aww. house, full house. Congratulations. Well, it was full for a hot minute. And then my son said, yeah, I, I don't need this shit. I can be alone in a beach house. <laughs> Bye. And he, and he oh, jumped he didn't in go his, hang out with his friends. He was like, I'm going to the show, show, show. That. So he took his new to me car and said, thank you very much for this new car that you just bought me. I'm leaving you. And he left for the beach. And the one across the hall from me right now has been sleeping for two days. What happens in college that you need to sleep for 48 hours just to be human? I will tell all? you. Yeah. I, I will tell you. We are Forrest Gumping it in our house as well. Jedi came home from college <laughs> and he has been upstairs. He walked in and slept like he had slept in years. He got, went into his bedroom, slept the first night so wouldn't wake up, specified what we were to have for dinner that night. I went to the market bought what we needed for dinner dear listener this is a boy who gets crab legs at school my kids don't get crab legs and he came home telling you and he wants to eat yeah 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 and slept through the dinner i finally i wasn't having it so at 8 30 i roused him and i said listen p.m yes 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 listen the dinner has been made. I've been keeping it warm. This is ridiculous. You're going to miss it. Just get up and eat, walk around, and then you can go right back to bed. I know you need to sleep or you wouldn't be doing it. And he's like, I, I, you're right. I'm going to come down. I'm going to come down. <laughs> I do. Wait. I do love it when they say to you, you're right. You're right. <laughs> what? Because that, that didn't happen for the first 18 years. So after well, that, when they're like, you're you right, know, you're right. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. You're so charming to actually <laughs> feel something from that false claim. Because the next day, it was just sleep, sleep child speaking to me. It was just the sleeper child. It wasn't the conscious thought. Oh. Because the conscious thought would choke those words right out of his mouth. Right? How do we so get instead, that sleep child back? When he was asleep, the subconscious said, Make her go away by appeasement. So instead, the subconscious was like, continue sleeping by saying yes. So all he did was say, right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Yeah. Yeah. That's what the older. I've told you this story about the oldest. Yeah, sure. Sounds fun. He would say that so automatically. He didn't even realize he was saying it. And I would sign him up for fucking, you know, Japanese classes and shit that he was never, ever going to do. Then we had this huge fight when I'm like, you told me you wanted it when I gave you the option to say no. It's like, don't you know, I never listened to you. That's what I say for you to stop talking. So I did learn many hundreds of thousands of failed signups later that I can't trust anything that they say to me. They're not good kids. They're just not good kids. Happy Thanksgiving. That's the actual opposite of the truth. But my favorite one is the, yeah, no, yeah. Or the, no, yeah, no. Like, what the fuck? Just pick one and run with it. Yeah, no. Yeah. (laughs) He says. No. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) If it's a trio, it's the first and last. If it's a duo of words, it's the last. Okay. So if it's, yeah, no, it's no. But if it's, yeah, no, yeah. 
it's it's always the last one. Just pick the last one of whatever they say. No. And I love those things where in English we as native born speakers innately understand the weird rules. I don't know. I, I was trying to think of all I can think of is lexicon, which is the wrong word. Whatever the word is for explaining why it is we structure our language in the way we do adjectives always fall in the same order. You've heard this one before, right? Of course, but it's worth repeating. Yeah. So, well, I'm not going to remember it and I don't know it, but I want dear listener to actually think about it and go look it up. Go adjectives in English because then all you do is type it into Dr. Google and he'll give it to you without even taking you to a page. Yeah, it's like number, color, like shape, whatever. Size, quantity, quality. You know, yeah. what your best friend said. So, it, it, for example, <laughs> pick pick any string of adjectives. You know, a little brown teepee or, I mean, that wasn't that many. And, you know, I'm just trying to think of something that, you, a big, long string. A big, long string. It's always big, long string. It's never a long, big string. You want to slap someone who says that. And right, say, correct. With you? Because Give your brain your puts it in that order because that's what we were mm-hmm. raised to know. But it's big. Yes. And long, yeah. So it's like you have to, they, they're number, quantity, whatever. Ooh, it's big. I'm like, it's are we long. getting started at the five-minute mark? Hey, of <laughs> hey, I hope, dear listener, I hope we've turned you on. Oh, my God, can I just say OnlyFans accounts? Are no, you mocking me? No, I would like me? to be turned on. No. <laughs> can you say George Santos bought OnlyFans with, with voter money? I was going to say customer money. With Wh- voter money. I just learned from my staff what that is yesterday. Uh, is that no, what you, said? you yes, no, you didn't. <laughs> you who also played, you know, point guard in Baruch College volleyball, which is not even a position. Like whatever the fuck, I love it. I love it. I was even thinking to myself, maybe his plan was to be the best liar ever to tell as many lies, like the biggest and craziest lies. In which mission case, accomplished. I mean. Now we have one. You are notable for that. And okay. he can and he just, can medal in it if it becomes an Olympic sport. I mean, so could our right. kids, I guess, but ultimately he has a he has a gold belt with a big giant giant side buckle. Why can't I Here's the problem. <laughs> I am sitting. It is super <laughs> morning now. Yes. It is super morning now. And I've switched my whole setup around. And the window is behind me. To the window, to the wall, to the sweat drips down my balls. balls. Oh, you bitches crawl. All right, so. Y'all skeet, skeet, motherfucker. Y'all skeet, skeet, hot damn. I didn't (laughs) know that skeet meant to jizz all over the place. Y'all skeet, 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 motherfucker. I thought skeet was like just jazzy for, you know, like. To scat, like in jazz, scat You're just scatting, means yeah. boop, 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 instead of scat, which actually means poop. So and scat, skeet. skeet, our sister, because you just go around the front and then let's get back to the window. Around the corner so the from where here, chocolate is made. Or <laughs> the light in here is so chaotic because every time I move my head a little tiny bit, the automatic camera that I'm facing in order to see you goes, wait, wait. Wait, 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 wait. You've been on those Zoom calls where it's like dark light, light, dark, dark light. You dark, just dark, did dark, it. Dark, dark. <laughs> I did it and it actually did it on tempo. It's making me crazy. It's like I'm in a chaos vike. Vike. It's called a vice. I'm going to stand <laughs> up. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> I'm going to stand up and fix the window and I'm going to close my vomit trap. And you're going to actually say something that makes dear listener not actually turn this off and go, what the ever living George Santos inspired fuck. Okay, while she's fixing her window, I have a question. I hope her headphones are still on. 
I have a question. I got paid the weirdest insult compliment. I don't know. You need to help me figure out if this is a wild insult, which once I thought about it, I took it that way, or it was a compliment. It can't be. There's no way. Okay, ready? You, I'm ready. They told me you are like a sarcastic pinata. <laughs> oh. What? Yeah. Does this mean you want to hit me with a bat? <laughs> Does this oh. mean because of things yep. I say, you no, want to blindfold your friends to beat the shit out it, of me? It's it's a multi-layered assessment. And it starts Not with... Not compliment, choo- assessment. Choose, you inspire us to choose violence through your <laughs> joyful spewing <laughs> of witty barbs. You inspire us to choose violence. They followed it up with, you never know what like candy joy pearls are going to fly out of you. That's it. That's it. And then I I took that. When we strike, goodness (laughs) erupts. That's it. Well, that's the part I had trouble with because to get that joy, you need to beat the shit out of it. You know that first kid who hits it doesn't ever get anything. So it needs to literally be beaten to a pulp (laughs) till parts of its body are hanging off. And that is when the joy comes out. What what are you saying? What are you saying? <laughs> it was a very, very Ooh, weird. It had to have been a child. It had to have been your child no. downing you with this new title. No. What? No. Why? What? It was it was Come an on. adult. So so lady and gentleman, here we are waiting to beat me with a stick so I could shout something funny and sweet, I guess. When I when I hit you you perform <laughs> so it's it's rooted in violence as well right my pleasure is derived through hitting you sadism? and receiving yes yeah, that's not good i always have to think which one is the one that's worse actually is it worse to be a i sadist? think masochism's worse you do i think that's the pinata isn't it isn't a sadist Ma- the one who- a masochist a masochist yeah. enjoys inflicting pain the idea on oneself a sadist enjoys inflicting pain on others or is fascinated by inflicting pain on others and you think it's worse to be the sadist versus the masochist i I think think you're not hurting anyone else as a masochist so you're on your own island of torture but yes the sadist hurting other people hitting me with a bat to get humor that's mean knock it off knock it off. i'm trying to pick which one is worse if we could get rid of one and had to keep the other it's the only way to get rid of one is to is to keep the other which one do you get rid of hurting others or hurting yourself hurting others is what you get rid of yeah but but i wonder i wonder if this is the doctor who question if there's two doors in front of you and one can only say yes and one can only say no and you get one question to get through the door and oh my god it's just fucking tv tell me the answer right what if (laughs) we say that you get rid of the masochism because if you can't be mean to yourself you're always in a better place and therefore able Less to be likely. good to others. And maybe you would realize it's creepy and fucking weird to think that other people being hurt and in trouble is in any way aspirational. I don't know. I don't know. That's your homework for this week. Dear You've listener. really given people too much credit. If you say maybe if you don't hurt yourself anymore, you'd realize stop right there. I gotta know right now before you go any further. Do you love me? <laughs> I went the other day to Target, and I saw that self checkout is still 
very much a thing. So my first question oh, yeah. for you this week is, hey, Amy, what did you steal this week? You know, I wasn't even tempted to do so. And really? I did a self-checkout yesterday at 4.30 in the p.m., but it wasn't really me doing it. It was my husband doing the self-checkout, and I, I was amazed that he selected this option. And so I came up next to him and put my – we were at a convenience store getting stuff to just keep driving – and I thought, why don't, there's people, there's humans here. Why don't you go to, a, I didn't get it. So he walked, specifically walked over to a little self area and then put all his bullshit on the thing and scanned it. So I gave him a few more things and he scanned it. Normally I would just drop that shit in the bag and off I go. But for whatever reason, <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't even, it didn't even cross my mind. It to, didn't even cross my mind. And I think, well, and that's good. And I'm grateful for that. I want to be a person who is not, in her heart, inclined to be a George Santos. I don't want my go-to move to be innate to me that I'm going to think steal, you know, think murder, but wait, back up, murder, bad. Like, I don't want that to be my go-to thought. And I don't know how you change the thoughts that just come with you that are baked in. So I'm glad that it didn't happen. And maybe it comes from two reasons. Number one, your husband's ago, watching. No, well, weeks ago, months, yes, maybe. But again, if I need to do something, I'm doing it. So uh, weeks ago, months ago, maybe at some point, I was in a friend's home. And I, I maybe told the story on pot. I maybe it didn't because I was so embarrassed of it. I was really tempted to steal a pair of headphones from their house. What? I, tempted is the word. Yeah, I was tempted to steal a pair of headphones from their house. <laughs> She's I got to tell you, dear. <laughs> Dear listener, it's like if Amy is sitting in this, a. If you don't take a picture of this, she's like sitting like she's in a questioning room of the police office, <laughs> and they are they are just questioning her with a light bulb. Did you in get her it? Face. Because I have to. I have to. Oh, I got it. I can't see. Oh, anything. I got it. <laughs> oh, it's been gotten. It's so bad. Okay, so I was in their home. And AirPods were on the table. And I put them in my hand because I of thought, Of their home. Yes. Of their home. These are their things in their home. No, correct. But here's the thought process. AirPods were on the table. And I scooped them up and I was ready to put them in my pocket because I thought, fuck you, AirPods. You're not getting away from me again. <laughs> no, I didn't, think, I didn't think I will steal from my friend. That was not the thought. The thought was, these are mine or my child's. Right. These are mine or my child's. I don't know whose they are. I don't care whose they are. They're going in my pocket because so many have been lost of ours. Here's a set. I'm grabbing them. And it was not in anywhere in that thought. The originating thought was nowhere. These are my friends. Take from friends. That was not in there. I picked them up in my hand. And that's when I had the thought, maybe these are your friends. And instead of opening my palm immediately, I noticed that I had a second hesitating thought. And that thought was, will they miss them though? Because honestly, honestly, how many sweatshirts, ball caps, you know, car tires, bullshit do you trade back and forth? Hot dogs, pick anything, right? There's a little bit of a flex blend. I got to get in that brain. Thought, Hot dogs, wait, wait, car wait, tires. Wait, wait, wait. I got to get in so, this brain of yours. It was just a hesitation. It was just a thought. I didn't like that there was a hesitation. I didn't like it. 
So, and the hesitation was long enough for me to notice the thought. I immediately opened my hand. Things clattered back to the table. I walked away. No one knew I did any of this. I'm just admitting it now that it was a sizable moment to me that I could even have a thought that I have no care for the ownership of things in my friend's home. Because that's not... I can't. I don't believe that on any That's level. That's not who you are. So that, I know that. So that so that ridiculous little thought was startling to even be in my head. Right? I'm not a I'm not a sadist. I would never have a thought like let's hurt somebody else because that would be fun. It doesn't even make any sense. Doesn't compute. Does not compute. So since then, I really have not not that I've tr- not that I've tracked it. I haven't really had the urge, you know, to steal shit. But also, have I really needed things? But I would not take from my friends. So I don't want to. Let me, well, let you've me been traveling. No, shut up. So, the, you don't know. The, the, the primary reason that I do, that I overcome the, frankly, right to take things as I need them. <laughs> I don't get why that's funny. The, the primary right reason to that steal. I, <laughs> I have a right to steal. You, you, you keep labeling things differently. The primary <laughs> reason that I overcome this yeah. has been the moral obligation to raise children and model behavior that I expect in the world. And I do not expect people to take whatever they want from me without my awareness, knowledge, or me giving it to you. It's not that, it has to be a free and agreed upon exchange. And I get that and I support that. So, you know, commerce fits into that category. I get it. Even, it, I'm not going to qualify it, I just get it. So I have to, I have to accept that that's the way that it works in business, right? I don't get to just self-discount, even though, well, I'm not, I'm just not going to, all right? So it's part of modeling. But the, the moral obligation is tricky when there's no one there to benefit from it. They don't, it's just me following a code that no one sees or knows about. I mean, it's being good in the dark. It doesn't, it's, I'm not getting, they're not learning anything because I didn't steal when they weren't watching. I cannot right? wait until this they? third kid of yours is out of the house. Oh, and you're Jesus. like, fuck laws, fuck rules, fuck the neighbor. We are just. Become ungovernable. I'm there. Now, so so that was sort of like, I would do it, but it would feel like I'm doing it because I'm supposed to do it. Just all the stuff. Like, you know, you're supposed to not steal. Whatever. So blah, blah, blah. Then, a set, so all that is sort of rattling around. That So I, I that's how I used to feel, which was never really too much pressure to, you know, to focus on this too much and what's the harm and blah, blah, blah. Then I had this moment at my friend's house and I'm like, that's actually a lot of, that's a changing moment. I don't want that. Yes. Why would I want that? No. Short circuit in the brain. That's not who I am. And then I think the desire just immediately went away. If there ever was one, the urge is the answer. So what also happened is yesterday I found myself for probably the third time telling people a bunch of negative stuff about myself as kind of like a joke and I thought, why am I doing this? I don't like this. And so now I'll, I'll do it here. I have a lot of speeding tickets. I have, I have acquired a vast and great many speeding tickets in, in multiple states. So, and this is going back a lot of years. And I haven't had a speeding ticket in a long time. In a I very, very, in very long time. In states. So the reason I don't travel with my son for lacrosse they don't is talk, because... The states don't talk together. The states don't talk to each other. So that's the reason that it's fine. Oh, Their okay. reporting systems don't connect. Right. So it's it's... Actually, it's a kind of an interesting mid-Atlantic loophole. My point to you is I do not – I was only saying it because I simultaneously get shit 
for being a grandma too slow, too safe driver, and also being a reckless fucking Maserati head. So it's like, I cannot be both. I cannot be both. So I was just giving the backstory to people that didn't know about a couple dozen of this and that or the other. So I wanted to make sure. And then as I was saying it, I was like, but that's not, that's not what, you don't want these new to you people to know your whole back thing. All of your dysfunctions. If Justin Bieber could like omit several tattoo phases and those fucking crocs. papering somebody's house for Halloween. Yeah. You know, if you could just take those things out and have people see you as who you are now, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. So the stealing, I think, falls into that category of, and it's not stealing, number one. I'm not a craven criminal. I don't just wander around and pluck stuff. I did not take headphones from my friend. I didn't. But you also come here and ask for praise for it. So you're aware that. Why shouldn't I? (laughs) <laughs> I don't understand that. What do you want me to say? I, I took shit from my friend. Am I, I going to get in trouble? I didn't yes. come here years so ago when, and say my kid was mouthy to me and I didn't smack him. Like what? I don't. What? Okay. Don't this was praise. like a month ago. But my put. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. What? Yes. I'm certain that kid deserved to be smacked. And I'm sure you thought about smacking him. But you also would never have a real thought of smacking him. Right. So Correct. good for you. And And congratulations, because honestly, the longer you ruminate on a thought, you could talk yourself into some wild shit. People do it all the time. They're on the news for very bad things. So it's you got to you got to check yourself before you wreck yourself. The rappers are always right. Well, a lot of people have also decided that um, self-checkout is an opportunity to leave with items for which they did not pay. Um. There was a whole article in my local patch saying, dear so-and-so, meaning Target and Wegman, all of our stores here have a self-checkout component. Some of them get bigger and bigger as the months progress, as the years go on. And their loss has gone from the 7%, 9% that they allowed for when they opened store to 30%, which is a jump that is <laughs> astronomical. Well, so. Yeah. People are taking things because their answer is, the article said, I I don't work here. You do. You pay employees. The reason I pay such a high price for eggs and milk is because you have to have employees who work here. You pay them and you pay their health insurance. I, on the other end, pay a little extra for X, Y, and Z. If I'm doing my own checkout and now you're giving me a, an evaluation that I did it wrong, or I didn't do it well, or oops, I forgot to charge myself for X, Y, or Z. So they are cutting back on self-checkout in my area. I think they should. I think they should. I think they should. And I don't even appreciate, I I appreciate nothing about self-checkout. It's never faster. Correct. Uh, It only benefits one item. It only benefits them. It only benefits them. It doesn't benefit the customer. So, and as long as they expect is going to happen, they're happy to do it. But right now, their loss is through the roof. And I'm here to tell you, I I would give people discounts all the time. I would fraud that shit up. That's part of why I am like this. One of my early jobs as a uh, teen was to go and work at the local R. H. Macy and Co. And you know. I saw the buyer's reports of what they were paying for the items they were selling. So I knew the swing. I also knew 
exactly what the sales were going to be and when they were coming. And if somebody comes in and is very carefully, very concerned, trying to manage a cart to be able to get their two kids outfits and the kids want this third thing and they're really with a calculator doing the math, I would walk to them and say, you know, we're actually having a sale on these things and it starts tomorrow, but I'll give it to you today. So let's come on over and I'll just fucking ring them up and whatever the fuck I wanted. Happy birthday. And you know what else? Because we'd be selling that shit at a loss for pennies on the dollar two weeks from now when nobody bought it. So it did feel a little bit like a customer appreciation event on my part. But Santa, Amy. This was before cameras. This was before cameras, and it was only when they would check the receipt tape. Oh, here, see, I didn't go so far as actual fraud. And don't come at me with your actual fraud. That's fucking fraud. All right, so we Over are re- recording early today because we are in Thanksgiving week. This will actually drop on Thanksgiving. So as much as it is a holiday of of totally decimating an entire peoples, um, which <laughs> I don't support, what I do support <sighs> is the fact that it brings people together. I mean, let's not dig too deeply at this scab, but let's just look around the table and be grateful for the company you keep. And if you don't have company, come join us at the beach because it's just my family. My nuclear quattro. Oh, to, to that's so weird. Are you excited? Well, Are we you have forlorn? A, we have a Wednesday of eight, a Thursday of four, and a Friday of like 15. So we will see. So you're not sad at all. Yeah. No. Okay, and the idea of spending time with just the four of us together is magical to me. But the real question is, Amy, uh, there are a couple. Ma'am. Amy, as far as, first of all, are you cooking for Thanksgiving? Nope. When you I go have invented north, a way to cook. Yeah. Go ahead. When you go up north, what are you preparing for this event? Because I know whatever you're making, and probably your sister too, uh, is going to be the very best part of this meal, and I I need to know. I know we're not at the cookie stage. That's the next break. So right now it's the... And that... Yep, yep. Sides. What are your sides? For my entire life, and I I truly mean my entire life, I was... She's a wall washer. Yeah. Varying, varying stages of, you know, assistant sous chef all the way up to primary executive. Right. So it's there is there's always involvement in planning, creating, shopping for, producing, serving, cleaning, decorating the meal. Always never at my house, but we have a large enough family that it takes many hands. And that's that was always my role. COVID changed all that. My mom stopped being as the grandmother of all of us, stopped being the house where it is held. And she gave up the reins of putting on the meal, which was big for her and big for the rest of us. Now that my sister took it over, the first one was really challenging because all traditions were broken in the fact that it was in a new location. Right. And she is one and two years later decided that I don't need to subscribe to your traditions. I do what the fuck I want. So she makes the turkey the way she wants. My sister is a is a gourmet foodie. She lives in a historic property on an estate that is not hers. She's a caretaker of the estate. She has a penchant for collecting fine china. It's they she regularly hosts tea for the folks who work at the museum where she lives and they call it the Downton Abbey tea because of all the shit that she put. It looks like you're on the set of Downton. It's crazy. So Knowing all this, she's got, and the patterns that she picks are so fucking fun. The plates, I'll have to put, somebody knows what they're called, I forget. It's like a working scene. So imagine a, a bone china plate, the whole nine yards shoot and match play setting. 
it's like a sepia brown printed on there and it's a working scene of a farm and uh, I think it's called like country country castle or country I think that might be the pattern name it's a white plate with multiple shades of like a toile, multiple shades of brown. Oh, and I so need a picture of this. I love it's it It's like already. gray and brown, and there's like a horse in a carriage and like a little castle in the corner. Gina, throw it up. Shit. Throw it up on it's the... It's gorgeous. It's so gorgeous. Site. So even the whole place, oh, even the whole place settings are just idyllic, idyllic. And then she is doing things like smoked trout dip and crab this. Shit that, you know, she's just making a good wow. meal. So every year it's like, it's a feast in all the ways, you know how you see on TikTok and everywhere else the people saying, "Don't, don't, don't experiment on Thanksgiving." Right. This is don't the day experiment where we with know the macaroni and cheese. Yeah, that's how it was for ninety-seven years of my life, and then right. my sister has also decided I can experiment because I'm a fucking wizard, and she pulls it off. So her experiments—you never know what you're going to get, and it is worth. And it. you're never so disappointed. I'm, and I'm never disappointed. So I go there and I'm back to uh, assistant sous chef. I show up at her house early and I I wait for instructions and she tells me what to do. So if that's go, you know, change the, the flour display out front or water this or, you know, put all the napkins out or fry this thing in this pan or take these things and put it in that dish and then warm that. Blah, 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 blah. You know, she runs the kitchen efficiently and I go there to help. But I'm not actually cooking anything. So... I have staying with, we stay with our parents. I, we have a family tradition of Italian wedding soup oh, and we yeah. do it very differently than, than you see it in restaurants. Every meatballs. Italian do you have family meatballs has their in own there? deal. No, we don't. Our Italian wedding soup is greens and chicken. And then we have what we call cakes that we put in it. And they're, if you can imagine making a sponge cake that's savory. So you know what a sponge cake is, right? Sure do. Think like Twinkie, but nicer, right? So it's that kind of a, a very spongy, you squeeze it with your fingers and it bounces back. A very, very, very porous kind of a little cake. So ours is made with butter, parsley, and Parmesan cheese. And so the whole thing bakes up into this light, fluffy, floral, cheesy, gunk, gunk, gunk. And then you, so, and they, we, they look the size and shape of croutons. You cut them into squares and then you throw them into the soup and they both soak up the soup and float. And they're just, and I guess that's what we do instead of meatballs. So it's, it's chicken, chicken escrow, um, chicken stock that, you know, that's been boiling away for a million years. And then the cakes, and then you serve it with locatelli cheese on top. And it's, it's amazing. It's refreshing. It's good. It's nice. So anyway, so my mom, I can never make the cakes properly. Because my parsley always f sinks to the bottom of the cake and people say, flour the parsley and it won't sink. Just like you flour blueberries and they don't sink to the bottom of your sponge cake. You know, guess what? I flour them. It doesn't work. My mom never flours the parsley and it always comes out perfectly. So I finally said, listen, I know you're not even making the soup to bring it. Let's spend the day making the soup. You can teach me how to do this. And I won't get it in I one. Love that. But we're going to. And my son wants to learn it because it's his favorite as well as the soup. So we're going to. So we are making, but just that. for fun. Just for fun. So no, it's theoretically for passing that torch. I love that. Theoretically, I'll know how to make the soup. And she wrote me more than ten years ago in her own hand. She how wrote me it? out the recipe, and I've been following it, and I fuck it up every time. Do you know how frustrating it is to sort of know enough about what you're doing and not be able to do something? Wait, let me check. It's very frustrating. Yeah, I'm aware. I'm aware of that feeling. <laughs> 
I'm, I'm, I relate. I don't have to be clear. Yes, it's something with which I am intimately related. And fuck off and fuck off and fuck off. But you know what? Do you understand what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Right? If you have an area that you feel you know, nominally some competent, com- some sense yes. of confidence in making and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get like, it. I accept that I probably cannot point brick as well as uh, Mason, who's been practicing this for several generations. But I mean, I also kind of think I probably could. So there's part of that problem, too. I've so I don't like trowel can't work. Make these cakes. I, I know it's <laughs> called a trowel. I've seen enough trowel work to hang the fucking tiles in my bathroom. no. You get look, those little look, plastic look. tables from the pizza boxes and you put them between each tile and then you smear something and you follow it up with a wet rag. Whatever. I got it. Welcome. I got it. Welcome. I got Welcome it. Welcome to I the party. It. Welcome um, to the party. Water chestnuts. Are yes. they not yes. the most Hello. refreshing, delightful vegetable? Wow. Don't they belong uh, my, in stuffing? God. Uh, they They can. They can. You don't They're think They're so. allowed. You don't think no, so. No. No. They can. They're allowed. They're uh, allowed. Sure. Yeah. My husband won't won't touch the outside of a can of water chestnuts. That's how far away from them he wants to be. He thinks they're disgusting. I'd like them. I do like to eat them. But I, they don't really deliver anything beyond soggy crunch, which is a weird combo. So I'm, I don't know I'm what they would. I'm a crunch I'm a crunch That's yeah, If it yeah. crunches, I want more of it. Give me more. You, you can get there with something like maybe a little bit of um, apple would be fun or some Oh, that's nuts delightful. Also give I like you, that. Give you legit crunch. little in walnut your... in there or pecan. Little, mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. that. I like that. Uh, will, you be having, will you be having stuffing at your sister's Thanksgiving? Oh, 100%. She's the guaranteed. The, the entree will be turkey. All the, all the regulars will be represented. But, for example... She doesn't make the turkey in the traditional sense. And by that, I mean she um, takes the time to brine it with like lots of herbs. And so, I mean, it's a proper turkey cooked properly. But as opposed to the traditional way is we put garlic under the skin. We put butter on the thing. We salt it inside and out. We put it in high. We turn it down low. Like it's you have the recipe. Right. And you just follow that recipe for 90 years. She's she's tweaked it so that it's the most delicious, moist, juicy turkey that you've ever had in your life. And. People who don't like turkey like my sister's turkey. Like, she just knows how to fucking cook. So my mom knows how to fucking cook. This is not about that. But my mom had become a slave to the tradition. And the tradition included everything right down to the time that we start cooking this particular item. Like, it was all of it became a kind of of ritualized in a way that I love. So it was hard to transition from that. But I also do like a tasty meal. So, yeah, let's hit it. That's good. Cranberry sauce, shape of the can or turds with orange zest in it? What, how, how do you prefer that? Oh, God. I I think I'm, I think I'm getting a hint as to your preference. (laughs) If it doesn't take the shape of the can, I'm not interested. Well, (laughs) I. It's the sound it needs to make as it hits a plate. (laughs) As I trust that I can do in so many things, I will change your heart. I love cranberry from the can with the ridges. Yay! Even unsliced. I love it unsliced so you can still see the whole can. Love it. And then you slice yourself a slab. I love it. Fits perfectly on the meat. Yeah. Using the raw ingredient to make a delightful chutney style 
sauce and accompaniment. It is delicious and can be delicious in lots of different ways. So branch out. We always serve both, always have. So oh, good. It's, there's okay. no fighting. Tell Gina to set another place. I'll be right there. <laughs> yes. Um, any other thing you're really looking forward to this Thanksgiving as we celebrate? Well, I am a family gal, so it's 100% is seeing the people and being with the people. And all of my nieces are now, my kids are far and away the youngest. And ad nauseum, you know how old they are. So all of my nieces are getting married and having major life events and having, you know, huge showcases of their art. And it's just like, fuck you. And getting graduate school degrees and all this crap. Love it. So it's it's gross. It's just gross. It's no, just I gross. love it. I love it. It it's not. It's just gross to be talking to this stranger child. adult. Right. right. Yeah. It, <laughs> because it's child like, ten what? minutes ago. It's like, how did you get this grown up person costume? Because you're still just the little baby. How like, are you just, so they... impressive when forty five minutes ago you ate five blue fruit roll ups and I had to change your diaper and stuck two of them in your ear, one up your nose. So uh, so I I love it's a weird it's not like a pride moment where you just are bursting with I love this blossoming and I want I'm so happy and everything. It's like a bittersweet because I have to snap instantly into who are you and wow, who are you? Like it's just the process of getting to know them so briefly for two holidays back to back once a year because that's really all it is. I don't have any kind of and they, me, right? They have this specter and image of me that is only a sliver of who I am. So it's bittersweet fair. to be that's in those fair. social constructs. And that's that's really how it has become with outside of my parents and my sister. To some degree, my brother. I don't really talk to him that much. But even when you're talking to him, he's, he has no interest in talking. Back right? to the it's car. Like, Let's go do. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go back do something so I don't have to. Yeah, back to the car. Cut so <laughs> that's that's what I'm looking forward to. What I'm also looking forward to is an end to the fucking macaroni and cheese nightmare that has become my life. I don't know what to say. I, how is it a nightmare? What are you talking about? Mac and cheese is the perfect food and four cheeses. Okay. Did it come okay, from a I box know, with bright orange cheese I don't know powder? if this falls along racial lines. I don't know if this falls along geographic lines, but... Both of them matter in this context, in this culinary context. And Breadcrumbs, macaroni and cheese what's the debate? has no business on a Thanksgiving table. Oh. And I know this because you don't serve it. And you don't know anyone who serves it. I and do know someone white who serves from it. from the Northeast. Who, no, are they white? Yeah, my sister-in-law will be serving. Her kids ask for it. Um, but my sister-in-law will be serving mac and cheese. With that's different. If she's planning, dinner. if she's serving it as an appeasement item, that's different. If uh, When you're having a menu, that's not, you think turkey, stuffing, cranberry sauce. Macaroni and cheese is not a Thanksgiving food. Macaroni and cheese is not a Thanksgiving food. Macaroni and cheese is not a Thanksgiving food. But my children, in sensing the shift the tectonic shift yeah, as the in move, menu yeah. flexibility, yeah. right? Immediately self-advocated the week of Thanksgiving, the first year my sister hosted it and said, can we have macaroni and cheese? Because she's such a good cook. And I refused to ask her 
because you don't ask somebody a week before what you, add first of all, to their you menu. never ask somebody to fuck with their menu. You just never ask that. You don't ask that. When they ask you, what would you like on the menu? That's when you can very casually drop three things. One of which you say, well, my favorite is this. And then you mention two other things that they love to make anyway, so that it's always up to them. It's her fucking menu. It's her house. It's her menu. You don't question the menu and certainly you don't bring your fucking culinary requests the week before a major event where you have 24 people for a full sit-down multi-course meal no so I wouldn't do it I wouldn't do it and then my kids were up in arms and we're gonna call her directly and I was not gonna put her in the situation to now say no to to do it yeah you don't say no to your fucking nephews I don't say no to my nieces you just don't so I couldn't do it so I called her separately and I said, listen, will you, will you join me in the secret sidebar? And she did. And she said, of course you would, right? And I said, I would like to ask you a question, and I would expect you to say no. So here's how we're going to do it. So I asked her. I said, my children, blah, blah, backstory. And she was like, fuck, how are we going to get out of this? And I said, well, why don't we do this? Why don't we? I'm trying to remember how she, she's the one that came up with it. She's like, why don't you just say that you never asked me or something like this? Like whatever the thing was, we had worked out a plan where I was just going to take the hit. Cause I, and then I said, and now I feel like a good mom because on the off chance that you're like, yeah, I'll have my daughter make it. Who gives a fuck? Then they would get it anyway. That's what it was. So I tried, I tried to advocate for my kids, but I also understood. Right. And I said, I would never even do this. And she's like, yeah, why don't we instead, let's just stick with the plan that you never asked me. And I said, great. So all year, these fuckers have been in my face. She wouldn't even ask her. She wouldn't even. I know she would have made this macaroni and cheese. She would. So I'm getting dinged for some shit she that I did us. on their behalf anyway. Right. For a year. For a year. And then I finally came clean because I was so sick of it and told them and they didn't believe me. So I got so fucked on this macaroni and cheese bullshit. So fucking fucked we now have t-shirts that are rolling up to this house saying i'm only here for the macaroni and cheese and it had better be on the fucking table this year i'm fucking out i'm so mad at this shit it's i'm so i just want them to put a forkful in their face and leave me the fuck alone i cannot wait for 20 years from now for this to be the macaroni and cheese because it's not fucking funny to me it makes me very upset and angry super disrespectful all the way around i got fucked i got so fucked on this and it's a dish that i make god damn it I don't want to be mad on this show, but that's the way it's going to be. I don't know what to say to you. I don't will know what to there say be, to you. Will there be mac and cheese this year? Will they have it? Will there be that breadcrumb topping? Yes, on yes, top yes, of seven yes, 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 yes. Because after this, because I, I, she's going to, I don't have to. That's not, even, that's not even the right way to say it. I would never bother to presume that I have to question a direction or a choice or a recipe. If I simply list a category of food stuff, it's going to be prepared in a way that is going to blow my mind from my sister. So if I simply say, is it possible to include macaroni and cheese on the menu then next year? And for her to say, of course, then I'm, I have no, so I have no idea how it's going to arrive. I can't wait. I want to see the plates. More of a souffle or And I want to see the mac and cheese. I'm in it for the plates and the mac and cheese. Please, please post. I cannot wait to see those. Um, (laughs) We have talked about self-care a thousand times in a thousand different ways. We respect our friend Sarah on the West Coast for finding ways to (laughs) float 
We respect our friend on the East Coast for finding a sauna to sit in and correcting everybody about how to say the word sauna because, you know, those Mainers are very snotty. There is a new spa that has come to my area, and I would say it won't, last, tell. Uh, it won't last 10 minutes, but um, it is the third one they've opened, so now it's a chain. It's Renewal Studio. Uh, that by is Anderson. It's de- Windows. <laughs> Renewal Sorry. by Anderson. It is Detoxify. It's a detoxification studio that provides stress relief and with infrared saunas, red light therapy, and 6D massage pods. Pardon? 6D massage? Is that six dicks? What's that? I'll try it. I would try that. I actually <laughs> I actually saw. I thought you were going to say, I've my, actually tried a six dick massage. My massage place. <laughs> I go to a day spa, which is which is okay in the form of day spa. It's not highfalutin or whatever. It's here and it is uh, capable. It's just regular falutin. And I, it's regular falutin, right? Yeah. It's, it's regular. It's just normative generic falutin. My massage therapist is next level best I've ever had in my life. There is I anywhere she goes, I will go. She's never allowed to retire. She's a grandmother. Like she's just the best that she's from. I forget right. which island in the Caribbean yep. with a strong accent. She is fucking insanely great. Right. To from New York area. Trinidad, originally. Tobago, you know. And uh, or had spent time there and used to work on like pro athletes like she gets it. And she's very physically mean. Like she'll just put Which you in exactly when you, you walk around. I love it. So I went to their website and I looked. They're doing Black Friday and I was going to do a little couponing. Love it. They now have they now offer something called a four hands massage, which seems as creepy as it sounds. And when you look at it, they have a picture and it's two massage therapists working you at the same time. I feel like that's a Jetsons scene. Remember when they lay down for massage and all these arms came out? Don't you have to? I mean, who wants to be the massage therapist that's that's double teaming this person? Don't you have to have such simpatico? Like, you can't just, we got one clown booked at four hands, and then you got somebody who's, like, the pressure has to be right. Like, it's just... That that's phrase, a skill. Four, that phrase four hands is going to follow me for the rest of this week. I'll well, it's like you your right it's now. like your it's like your six dick massage that you're getting ready to get over at your new detoxicate. What's it called? What's the name of the spa? Tell them. De- detoxify. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Don't go. OK, there's more. But you're, you're going six dicks and four hands. Come on. What? That's a massage that's I want in on. <laughs> I feel like it's supposed to be four dicks and six hands. Nope. Four hands, six dicks. Four, six. It's the perfect 10. It is the perfect 10. (laughs) (laughs) That's how I like it. Happy Thanksgiving. Your first stop is at an infrared sauna. It provides a warming feeling. I want infrared so much. Yes. Are you doing infrared? It boosts endorphins to enhance your mood. What got me or upset me was that it heats your body from the inside out like you're walking on the beach. So there's no humidity, there's no humidity. It's just heat, heat, heat. And I think of a friend of mine who still tans. She goes tanning twice a week because she I know. Oh no. I know, I know it makes me crazy and it hurts more to love well, somebody who if makes it's the choices only, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's the only It's like a microwave it's cancer cooking risk. You. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's the only cancer risk 
or if it's if foreign if there's so little I'm trying to think of the like carcinogenic behavior in this person's life if that's the only one I can kind of get behind it it is really really risky for the skin and it actually does damage in terms of aging making you look older and aging you so it's none of those things are great but there are some folk who their skin color if they don't get a little color in it you just you look like you did and I mean I understand <laughs> like you so I mean you kind of have to everybody's got to do what they got to do dead or dying dead or dying you, we all dying it's yeah. coming for you nobody has escaped it yet sorry Jesus nobody it's it's coming for us all all right back to your spa tell me tell me more about that's the, the first that stop spa. the first stop is the uh infrared sauna where it cooks you from I'm the inside in. your second go. stop I is want one of those in my house yeah yeah maybe let's can we trade in the hydro that none of us use and put in a spa sauna easy. in there instead easy easy, easy now easy now easy now easy this now the second stop is red light therapy. It's a 10-minute session. Yes. You stand between panels of red light, and the session will stimulate your cells. And it wants you to know it's a private room. So as you stand there, having your cells infrareded, you're alone. Well, it does penetrate through clothing, so you don't have to be a nude, but it is better the more skin contact you can have. And those things can be a scam unless they're in a physician's office because they don't actually license or sell the high enough wattage for it to make a difference. It does That's make like a difference. That's like laser in terms work, too. Healing. Yes. So, yeah, so I want it for me. But Dr. TikTok says don't buy it over to the TikTok. Yeah, I wouldn't do it myself because I. I might have volunteering too much gone for like a hint of toe fungus with a laser thing. And he said, people are buying lasers for their homes and they are not the lasers that are therapeutic, which is, I think they're what like, you're saying. You need a therapeutic like flashlights. level. Right. Yes. So you think you're doing something, but in reality you're wasting time and clearly you've wasted money. The third stop at this spa has a 3D massage therapy, but they're lounge chairs, and it does not go on about the 6D, 6-dick uh, massage. So I'm a little disappointed in the article, but... I don't, I don't, I don't get what the... I don't get what the D is about and what is three and five and six and, like, what are they saying? A they massage is tactile. It's happening in the real world. Right. The lounge chairs are in a greenhouse-type paradise, which is a... 3D massage lounging chairs. Like it's going like going to sharper image and sitting there, but you're in a small greenhouse and they have six rollers. Maybe that's the 6D. No, that's just a chair, dude. Oh. No. Okay. Well, maybe it's like that hump log that all those girls are doing in New York. I'm going to need you to keep talking about that. <laughs> I'm going to need you to follow through <laughs> with that thread. You don't know about the hump log Surely you've seen the hump log Are TikToks not the same? They are, are not. Aligned? Like our menstrual cycles? Okay. They are You haven't not. seen the hump log Please keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> it's a giant. It's probably a myofascial release drum. So it's probably, imagine a rolling pin that has lumps and bumps on it. So instead of being smooth, it is, uh, it's got like the equivalent of tennis ball notches on it, right? Now picture there's 90 of those all next to each other, and all of them are spinning. So they're spinning around in individual circles. Now picture and then they're going, there's no rolling they're pin going at all. They're going in a circle. <laughs> right. So just, okay. you know, we're going to get Neil deGrasse Tyson on here to explain it to you. So it's a giant spinning drum of individually spinning spindles. Each of the spindles are rigid and lumpy. 
and the women mount this thing like they get ready to get it on and they do so so that their inner thighs are getting pummela beated from these and it's supposed to make your thighs somebody else's thighs i guess it makes all of your skin go ow 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 get off i'll be thin for you fuck and then all the the fascia just goes away and your cellulites go away they they get on this thing and they like they you know lounge their ass against it i don't know it it could just be another timu plot where they're just trying to sell the drum, so they put a pretty girl Does on there looking like you she's hot. getting off. Does it get so you off? So that you sitting on a rotating spindle drum that's painful? I don't know. I don't know. How have you not seen this? Now that I describe it, do you know exactly what I'm talking about? I do not. You've not seen any of this? No, I think I this think of the o- Sibian as you this describe this. This is old N-E-W-S. All right, well, you're going to need to send me that next that TikTok is. that comes in. Is that a sex thing? Yes, the Sibian is a vibrating like like saddle where you put different attachments on it and it I got, I got, I got inside you and around you and it's a it's the biggest sex toy first discovered on the Howard Stern show <laughs> where strippers would come and sit on with their different oh. attachments and have orgasms right there on El Radio. Look, I don't get a TikTok that yep. has that. Yeah, that feels like that feels like a good morning show. It feels like judgment on your part. No, have you ever had the one where they do the massage of the inside of your mouth? <laughs> I'm sorry. No. I'm sorry. I've never said it out loud before. No. I've never said it out loud before. And I just realized how stupid that sounds. <laughs> they do a buccal massage, or maybe Why it's are pronounced we? buckle. So whatever the your buccal folds on your face, they take their they put gloves on. And while they're doing a facial okay, well, massage, they, put they stick their on. fingers on the inside <laughs> of your cheek and they drag and pull your mouth open like you at the dentist or something or some kind of something. And they go, wow, 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 and they pull it all out to the side and then you walk out and you're an influencer. That's it. That's and your happens. lips are hanging you at your knees. You sit on the drum, though, before. <laughs> Hop on this Sibian while we play with your mouth. I'm sorry. You don't have, you don't, what? I get a lot of this shit from like gua sha and facial yoga and like neck exercises. I don't do any of it. I watch it and I think maybe if I watch it, my neck will get smaller. So I get all that. I get a lot of that Barbara Eden. It's not what her name is. That little Australian weird lady who wants to put yam cream all over your, your parts, castor oil up your twat, all that stuff. You don't get any of this? I don't get any of that. I'm being targeted. I think I'm being targeted. <laughs> I think I'm you being targeted. You are definitely being targeted. I just want to know what your algorithm says. What I get, um, I get comedy. I get. Um, I don't get that. You don't get comedy. I get whatever the no, get I ready don't. with me bullshits are. But the, mine are probably telling oh, I me. I hate those. Mine, I swipe as fast as I can. Mine are probably telling me you could benefit from makeup and caring about what you look like. And yours are telling you sit on this and get you off. need to get on top of these buckle <laughs> folds and let somebody else stick their parts inside your parts i see That's you what use they want. your mouth a lot let's see if i can massage it <laughs> to give you a better opportunity to i get that. i get like huber huberman husband and um somebody gary brecca and i get, I get a get lot barbara of o'neill barbara o'neill anna's wild yam cream will balance your hormones and men can None take it. it as well as the women can take it. I On get the abdomen. Kelsey brothers, Taylor Swift. I get all of that shit, but not, not, nothing like that. I My, get little weird people with a white, stand in front of a whiteboard wanting to tell you shit. 
Yeah, I don't nobody's want listening TikToks. to me. Send, send me nothing. I don't want your TikToks. That's, that would have me off TikTok. I did discover being on TikTok, though, that Matt Reif, who is a comedy phenom, um, they'll say okay. he, he's been doing it for 12 years, but he went on TikTok and started releasing his crowd work on TikTok, and he exploded. Handsome young kid. Um, yeah, not really my taste type, whatever, but his crowd work is fire. He's hilarious. Sounds perverted. He's so gross when you say crowd work. He is. He is very perverted. He is very young. And and my my point to Amy is this. He has brought back. I had a mouthful of coffee. I couldn't say anything. Oh, my God. Welcome to the party. Thank you. Comedy, I think, is returning. Uh, the way we knew comedy to be. Remember how everybody got super careful, can't say this, get canceled, blah, blah, blah. All the can't talk about. Matt Reif talks about everything. He said, you know, when God takes away, he gifts another. There was this slow kid in school, but it turned out his dick went down to his knees and we saw it in gym class and he would chase us around with it. Like you're all of a sudden <laughs> making fun of mentally challenged people by being gifted in other ways and other and all of a sudden I thought oh my god I'm giggling at something that's really insane oh I have not heard a comedian talk this way in years it's been years so I think uh John John Buchanan's uh type of comedy is well on its way back and it is I think it's starting with a younger generation because if that's who's saying it that's who was getting pissed about it too so they're pulling it back, then I'm going to giggle a little. I don't know. That's such a curious observation. I think you're on on many levels. You're right. I'm not sure if I'm willing to fully endorse. Oh, I, I don't know that I endorse it, return but return to back. No, endorse that I agree with your opinion is all I meant. Oh. Uh, I don't know if I 100% agree with you is what I'm saying. I, I think that a lot of that is right, that it's returning. Because the other question is, has it ever really left or was it just forced underground and we now have avenues oh. that give us insight into what's underground? I don't know. Here's the thing. I love and I do feel a return to comedy that is, this is the wrong word, but for the sake of getting a word out quickly, more intellectual, more conceptual comedy that is about something that is not your genitals. I'm just sick of it. Just bodily fluid. And I mean, That's there's, there's relatable is for <laughs> That that can be really really funny. Now, what else do you have? Right. So I make me I think just, a little. And I think that I think that comedy is having a resurgence in public awareness, thanks in part to streaming services and Netflix and networks all getting on board and writer strikes and content you know dips where we have access to it you can watch not only comedy specials but comedy cavalcades and just comedy 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 it's everywhere and so there is a push for a wider audience so they're looking for things that are I don't necessarily like Jim Gaffigan who's known as like a clean comic but I I do really like Nate Bargatze who is known as a clean comic well because he digs on his wife it's a relationship humor which I love he talks he talks about things that as you're listening to it it is really funny and at the same time it doesn't like I I feel like there's a degree of difficulty in talking about Bill Burr is really really funny and can be really is that the right one the little bald angry guy who's friends with Conan O'Brien from yeah. Boston Yeah 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 is that him Yeah he's great he's I'm trying to remember if that's fuck. the right he's name He's great yeah He can be he can be 
He, but he's not always raunchy. He can be really, really funny because he's talking about things that I want comedy from people who are talking about things that matter to them, that are relatable to us, that we can not learn something, but we can think about maybe from a new perspective or join them in laughing at this perspective that we're all unaware of. Like they sort of pull the veil back. Look at how funny and stupid we all are and we never even knew it. Like that's the kind of comedy and that's probably what's happening with Matt Reif, who I don't know. But if he's doing crowd work, that's the the best crowd work tends to be when you're surprising the person, catching them off guard because you're quicker than they am. They are. And I'm thinking about Robin Williams in particular, who was his off-the-cuff ability to give me what you got, I'm going to riff with it, and it's also hilarious. That's I love that. I love that. So if that's what this guy is he in is, the category of doing and aspiring to, I want more. He's all over my TikTok. I'll send you one and then he'll start showing up on yours. Um, I would like... Well, no. now that we've said it and my phone's in the room, I'll definitely get it regardless. Sorry, phone. Yeah. Sorry, phone. Um, and you're going to get the hump. You're going to get the hump a drum. No, you're going to get the hump a drum. Fuck you're it. I can cans. never influence the algorithm because I don't know what it's called. And I don't know what it's called. Hump a drum doesn't mean anything. It does uh, to TikTok me now. doesn't know what hump a drum means. Can you like- tell me? Can you tell me more <laughs> about the. Can you tell me about the hubris of youth, please? I can. And it's a shocking, terrifying thing. Everyone, I was at a lacrosse tournament again. Surprise, surprise this weekend and just chatting with some of the parents who I only see at lacrosse. How are you? What's going on? How are the kids? How's everybody doing? Blah, blah, blah. You got one overseas. How's that? And I just found myself rambling and saying my husband is far more concerned with knowing his location than I am because I couldn't remember what country he's in right now. Because the child travels so much. For yeah. example, he has the next, there is no Thanksgiving in Prague, Really? So, <laughs> so through some happenstance, they have combined their break into one extended break. So he has the next 14 days off. Wow. So it is a break over Thanksgiving. But yeah, yeah, nothing to do. Nowhere to report. And every time I'll get a text from him, it'll be like in some different country because most weekends he leaves the country and goes somewhere else. So come to find out he's going to Italy. He's going to Rome, Florence, Siena for an extended trip. And then he's going somewhere on the back of that. And I don't remember. So I was even saying my husband tends to get freaked out by not knowing what country he's in. And I don't really care. I mean, they're all the same not here to me. Like, I don't, it doesn't matter to me if you're in Amsterdam or Vienna or, I don't care where, because you're just not, what's the difference, right? But then I thought, well, I guess it should, I guess I should know. I guess I should. So I chatted with my son a little bit more carefully and said, tell us when you're actually leaving so I can know the days that you're in the air, right, that you're actually flying. And he goes, yeah, because we were able to get this really cheap flight. We took a stand-up plane. I'm sorry, what? I said, you said you did you did a what now? You did what? We took a stand up flight to London because it was our best option. I'm like, Be- first best option for death. What for? What are you talking about? I can't carry a, a fucking st- hat on my lap. It has to fit a safely. stand up plane where they put a bunch of, I guess, idiots inside a tuna can, tin can, yeah, and get a <laughs> slingshot right and hope it makes it to Heathrow. You have a fucking strap and you stand up on the flight from here's to hope you get there's That's it. And it was on. 
an airline that I didn't even think existed. I thought it was a joke from television. He has already flown on Ryanair. That's not a joke from Schitt's Creek. It's a real fucking airline, Ryanair. With real FAA problems. Yes. With real reports of mechanical and okay, pilot Okay, so he's error. already done this in lawsuits. If you're yes. currently in a lawsuit with this, <laughs> with this, you can't get a job here. He did the stand-up Ryan flight Air. already? He did stand-up flight to with Ryanair. I think they went. I think that was the one to London. I again, it's all loose because I hear about it after it's fucking done. So then I was like, how about how about this? How about this? If you're going to Italy, well, I'll buy you a ticket. God. Let me buy you a ticket. I want you alive in Italy, please. And you know, yeah, it's the hubris of the youth. He's the one that went on that sewer tour. We didn't, <laughs> he didn't speak. They didn't know what he was doing. The sewer tour <laughs> by oldest Vigazi. I mean. In another I language. Mean, <laughs> and I've got the other one. I've got the other one in college who was doing equally stupid college stuff. He was telling me, I shouldn't say this because it's very troubling. Some kid in the hallway, he found it funny. I found it not funny at all. Some kid in the hallway, they were what they call pre-gaming when that's partying before you go to the party, right? So they were pre-gaming for some fucking thing. And some kid in the hall, either trying to be cool or because he's really stupid or maybe both, started snorting energy workout powder, like creatine, the stuff that, if that's if yeah, I'm saying it right. We have thing, tons yeah. of energy workout powder in this house. So he was snorting that in the hallway. So snorting white powder in the hallway of your residence hall. And he got written up and then all this other stuff and they couldn't believe it and they were just laughing at him. And it also they were saying, because he didn't even do anything. I'm like, ha, ha. Hey, what's next? Tide powder? Like at a certain point, you already know that Stop tide dumb. is not Stop a high agent. Being like nobody dumb. needs to try this. Yes. Yes. Stop being dumb. When you're on a plane, you need a seat. You need a seat. I told you last week they wouldn't let me fly without a headrest for the stewardess. Come on. Come on. The, you we got room for you on the way. So Does how is it kosher to do that? Around your neck? I mean, it's ridiculous. Like on a subway. The their strap know. hangers. I guess You're, I'll find out. Yeah, I I I need picture. I need all of it. Stand gonna... up flight. But up 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 up. Oh fuck. Yeah, it sounds crazy. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap wrap it up, flip <sighs> it, rub it down by telling you, I- I'm incredibly thankful for you this oh, year, no! Amy. I have seen you. I have seen, although I could have seen you this weekend while you were in my neighborhood, and I actually went to the restaurant last night where you went the night before because my daughter wanted what she wanted, <laughs> right? She, so um, I am thankful for you and your friendship and your tolerance when I say, no, I'm sorry, we still have to put out a new episode, and I'm sorry that you're busy and you have a life. I do not, and you signed on for this bullshit. You will be here. I am thankful for your friendship, love, and being able to come here and do this with you every single week. So thank you for that. And um, thank you, dear listener, for downloading us and coming back every week, or at least lying to us and telling us you do. Amy would be most thankful if while you're at your Thanksgiving table, you recruited, stole all the phones and AirPods on the table. Ooh, that's an Amyism. And you downloaded us look, on all look, of your family's look, phones, look. too. That's a good thought. 
That's a good thought. You're going to be gathering with larger groups of people than normal over the next week. And if you're listening to this podcast en route to those folk, thank you. We're very grateful to be in your ear holes and in your brain and in your heart and in your laughing belly whenever you carry us around. And if we're giving you anything to think about or enjoy, spread that to someone else. It helps you because you're helping someone else to enjoy something you enjoy. And it helps us to continue knowing that this is a worthwhile endeavor. As Melissa has rightly pointed out, this ain't no easy task. She is incredibly busy and does the lion's share of the effort on this podcast in terms of bringing it to market at the front and the back end. She's a front and back end gal, guys. Six dicks, friends. Six dicks. I'm saying you, and she's only got (laughs) two hands. And Imagine the effort. Three she's holes out for you. <laughs> three she's holes, six dicks, you know. <laughs> Jesus. All right. So <laughs> the levels of my gratitude for you cannot be summed up at this already overtime end of this show. But I am just going to say one of the things I am most grateful for in, in related to this show and worthy of bringing into this conversation is the fact that through creating this with you, I have gotten to know you on so many different (laughs) hub and spoke levels. You're like a beautiful little sun with all the rays bursting out. And each one is a new thing to discover. A sarcastic pinata, if you will. That's right. (laughs) I don't choose violence, right? I love this. And I, the, the joy that you bring to my life through the discipline and the rigor (laughs) and the challenging questions and the ability to be vulnerable here in this space for myself with you and with others and for others is extraordinary. The kind of feedback we get from this show is niche, but it is valuable and impactful and really truly transformative to the folk that we're connecting with. And that's why we're fucking doing this. We're not out here trying to be the next whatever. You can tell by our marketing (laughs) that we are not out here trying to be the next whatever. Because if you, like we, had even once thought, if these guys would just do some marketing, they're so much better than all the other podcasts that are out there. It's true. We, we've won awards for our sound, for our content, but no one hears about us because I'm a lazy motherfucker <laughs> that doesn't actually put the time into doing the thing. So maybe this year I will match my gratitude with some mm, effort and, it, and then there will you go. I was listening to Smartless on the ride home. It was because it was Steph Curry. And I thought, I got a car full of testosterone. These boys will enjoy this. It was unlistenable. It was so bad. And I thought, you have everything that you need to pull this off. And you're still sitting around holding your dicks? Come on. Talent, sponsors, you have it all. And you're all still talking over. It's a very good, very well-produced show. That episode in particular was not among their best. It was the only critique I'm giving. I'd still say give them another shot. But you know what? Back to us. (laughs) I am truly, truly grateful for you and for the little show that could, which is Brilliant Observations. We think we so can. We think if we you can. Think we join can. me, if you join me in that assessment, please open your face and tell one other person in person, try this, listen to this. And they'll go, yeah, and they actually won't. It's like telling them about a wine or a sweater that you like or music. They'll think in the moment, oh, I should write that down. I should do that. And then it's gone and they never do it. So Melissa, again, is right to say, give me your phone. I'll just open your podcast player and subscribe you and put it in there. 
so that the next time you're saying, what should I listen to? It's actually there. And that's, that's, that's a very helpful thing you can do. And don't you want to be helpful on Thanksgiving? Damn it. Don't you want to be helpful to others? Damn it. Are you a sadist? Be helpful, fucker. I, I didn't hear anything after Melissa was right again. I just like glazed over. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, maybe sometime this week I'll hear that. We love you guys. We're grateful for you. Come back next week. We will tell you how good that fucking macaroni and cheese was and if I got that six dick massage. Take care. I Here's what I know of the little that 